We're on page Kuf Samach Gimel 163, and we just started a new Hamshik of this Mimer called Dedi. Speaking about why that this through specifically through this goal, this Yidu that we're experiencing right now, that we're going to merit to receive the revelation of Pimis Ateda. And we speak with the whole purpose of the Shama going down to the Guf, even though it comes from a very, very high level. Uh, its source is a very high level where all of its soul, pow- soul powers were shining in a revealed way in its intellectual capacity and its emotional capacity. Or it had a, a constant connection intellectually to Hashem to understand the greatness of Hashem and also emotionally experiencing love and fear of Hashem. And when it comes down here, all of its soul faculties become hidden. They don't shine in a revealed way. And even through the greatest toil, you cannot come to any comparable level to what you were to your, to, of your emotional and intellectual connection to what it was before the soul came down. But it's known that the whole Yurida, this descent, was for the sake of an aliyah, of a greater ascent, like a person jumping has to bend his legs first in order to go up. In order to bask, to perceive the presence of Hashem, the, the pleasure of Hashem in Eilam Abba, when Mashiach comes, which is a Gilead Tainug, which is the revelation of Hashem's Tainug, which will be when Mashiach comes, which is called the Noyam Havaya, Lachis Manoyam Havaya, the pleasantness, the sweetness of Hashem. Noyam is Tainug, it says, Noyam Hashem Alekino Aleinu, which is the Imus of Mesikus of Tainug, which is referring to Tainug. They said that the Noyam Hashem, when it says this word Noyam Hashem, the pleasant of Hashem, there's two Pidushim. One is the Noyam and the Oinig, the pleasure which is drawn down from the Shem Havaya, Noyam Havaya. Like it says, the Yud Nivr the world to come, which is referring to the Mashiach comes, is created through the Yud, which is Chachma. And we're going to explain, the whole Mimer is going to explain how basically within Yud, within Chachma, is a revelation of the Oinig. And therefore, Noyam Havaya is the Oinig which is revealed in Oilam uh, Haba through the Chachma, which the world to come is created through Chachma. Yud is Chachma, and in Chachma there's Tainuk. Like we see, the person understands a new, I mean, he comprehends a new concept, all of a sudden he gets to see a lot of pleasure. Um, and that's why Shabbos also is is called, that's when there's a revelation of Gili Meichen the Abba, basically a revelation of Chachma, it's a time of Oinig, Mitzvah Angoi. And Yom Tev is a time, Zman Senu, a time of Simcha of joy, not Oinig, because on Shabbos, there, um, because on Yom Tov there's a revelation of Bina, which is more related to related to sim, to Simcha to joy. So, because basically Bina is what gives birth to emotions, and emotions is the joy that you're feeling. Whereas Oinig is not something like a, a revealed emotion; it's something with deep pleasure which you're feeling um, with inside yourself and your core, but not within your actual emotion in your heart. And so then we explain the difference between Simcha and Oinig, joy and pleasure. Simcha is ispastrasisiskalus, expansion, revelation. Person when he's in time of simcha, joy, he just expresses himself in a great way, in a revealed way. All his soul powers, his intellect, his emotions are all revealed at that moment. He's very open. Um, and even in the the vitality of his body, meaning a lower level of vitality from the soul, also is in a great ispastrasis galaxy. You see it, he's dancing and he's moving around and he's clapping. Um, whereas in there is an oinig. In Oinig, a person is in a totally different way. It's not his Pashas, his Galas. Like a person is feeling a great Tainig from something, even if it's a Tainig not from like a skull, like we said before, when you accompany a new concept. But a Tainig, a tainig from something outside of him, more external Tainug. Um, he's, not, he's not in a state of movement. His whole, the, the, the vitality of his body is not in a state of movement. Rather, he's in a state of Menucha, a lot more resting. He's just having experiencing a deep pleasure within himself without any Galas, any external revelation, external expression. The only way you can see it is in his face. His face has this more shining, shining face, uh, and you can see the, the the pleasure within his face. But you can't see it in the way that he's moving or the way that his soul powers are revealing themselves in a more open way. But also, the the, the does have an effect also on the kaiches on these soul powers of intellect and emotions. But um, 
it's not the state, they're not that they're it's not that they're being uh, expansion expanded and expressed. Rather, the oimik in the panemius are lent, meaning when you're experiencing oinig, you're able to you're able to get to the depth. You're able to understand the depth, the, the core of the concept, and not just the outer layers of it. And also, you're able to feel the the the, the essence of the whatever thing you're relating to emotionally when you're experiencing einik. So, you're, basically, einik gives you a also activates your soul powers, but it activates the essence of them, so they can relate to the essence of whatever you're being you're relating to. So Gileatainug is not just Ispasha a Gili, Kiim, Gili Bhinas Atmos Yaser. It's a revelation of the essence of your powers and the essence of your soul powers. Um Yeah. So now we're on the four lines from the top, the parentheses. So the reason for this. Uh, who so what's the so the reason for what? The reason why um, the difference between Simcha and Oinig, the Simcha is Ispashas is Galus. And Oinik is rather a, um, not his pastor's Iskal, it's rather it is a Indian of Menucha more. But Menucha Yeser. There's no Iskal, it's just you see it in his face. And also the Kechas Pnimim experience a, not a Spash, but rather a Gili of the Oimik, of the, of the Pnimius, of the Etzem of these Kechas. So what's the difference between this, uh, the reason for this difference? Because joy is within the vitality which is enclosed into the which is invested in the the blood of the person. So we said that joy relates to the Ispashtas that you're when you experience this more revelation of your soul vitality, your soul power. But the level which Simcha relates to is to the um, the vitality of the soul, which is enclosed within the physical blood. Like the verse says, that the, the blood is the soul, meaning within the blood is invested this vitality of the soul. As it's known on what it, uh, the explanation of the verse, wine brings joy to the heart of man. How is that possible? The effect of wine, it brings the hidden blood, the more deeper, more refined blood, from the um, from the hidden state to the revealed state, that's the, that was that's what the effect of wine has on um, the idea of wine is When wine comes in, the secret comes out. Meaning, the whole the whole idea of wine is to bring out the hidden, and that's also the whole like explains in other places in Chassidus why the way you make wine is by crushing the grape and basically revealing the juice from within this being it's hidden hidden within the grape. So the whole idea of wine is to bring out that which is hidden to a revealed state. So therefore, wine has the effect on a person in bringing the hidden blood, the more ascent, the more um, refined spiritual blood. There's different types of blood basically relating to different types of organs, but this higher level blood, which is usually not revealed in the whole body, to bring it out from the concealed state to, to the revealed state. Like we see that when a, through drinking wine, a person's face becomes red. That happens because the, the hidden, the more concealed blood now becomes revealed within his face. This higher level, more spiritual blood becomes now revealed to his to his whole body and therefore you see it expressed in the face that's why his face becomes red like blood is red this is joy which is brought about through wine which is bringing revealing the the deeper the hidden blood into the revealed because in because in the inner this more spiritual blood um so there's more investment of the deeper more essential life force from the soul in that hidden more 
spiritual blood. From the a lot more than the soul vitality which is enclosed into the in the more external outer layer of blood, meaning the less spiritual blood, which is relating more to the physical coarse organs. And the revelation of this inner vitality of the soul is what brings about simcha, joy. Like I said, the whole idea of joy is a person experiences a iskalatis of all his keiches, of all his soul powers, more expression of them, and openness. And that also, that simcha, that gili, which he's experiencing, is also brought about by a gili, by a gili of the chayas panimi, the inner vitality of the soul within his whole body. But nevertheless, we're still talking about the soul vitality, which has a connection, which is invested within the blood, the physical blood, which in general, this level of soul vitality, being that it's relating to physical blood, therefore it's more of an external level of soul vitality. Even though we said before that's the inner vitality of the soul is enclosed in this in this more pneumistic dam, but since it's still relating to the physical blood, it's more chitzenistic. Meaning, still relating to the more expansion, the external level, the revelation of the soul, not to the essence of the soul. And therefore, the idea of simcha joy is also expresses itself in the idea of expansion and revelation, expression, openness. Because we're still relating to a level of the soul, which is also ispashtus, just an extension, external extension from the soul, not the soul itself. However, pleasure relates to the vitality of the soul, which is not connected at all with the physical blood. Therefore, it's a lot more, um, it's a lot higher, more deeper level of the soul, relating more to the essence of the soul. And not to the expansion, the extension, the revelation of the soul. It's known there's two different vitali- types of vitality. Two types of vitality in the body. Vitality which is drawn down from the brain into the right ventricle of the heart. Which it's known that the right ventricle of the heart um, has no blood at all in that side of the heart. And that's, that is the essential vitality, which is not connected at all to the physical blood. That is what this level of Tainig relates to, that level of Chayas, the Chayas which is drawn down from the from the brain into the heart and is not connected at all to the physical blood. And then there's another type of vitality drawn down from the soul, which is drawn from the brain into the heart, but into the left ventricle of the heart in which the blood resides, and therefore... That is a level of chayas which relates to the actual physical blood, and therefore it's a lower, lower level of chayas, more extent, more external, diminished chayas from the soul. And these are the two types of vitality from the soul which are drawn down from chokma or bina, like we were speaking about um, before or earlier, the difference between chokma and bina, chokma being more relating to tainig and bina, relating to simcha. That the soul vitality, which is drawn down from Bina of the brain, which is one of the faculties of the intellectual faculties, who that is what that is the life force which is enclosed, invested in the actual physical blood. Whereas the vitality, the soul vitality, which is drawn down from Chokma of the intellectual faculties, is not invested at all in the physical blood. And that is the highest which relates to Tainuk. As explained in another place at length, these two different types of soul vitality, um, and the Maimer and Tided Shoshik Dimu, 
And the soul vitality, which is drawn down from Chokma, of the soul, that is the essential vitality of the soul, which is so essential, meaning it's to itself, it's meaning, therefore, it's so deeply rooted in the core of the soul that it does not come to be, you, a person is not conscious of it, it's not felt, it's not sensed at all by the person. Any Bob in Murgish doesn't come to be, it's not conscious to the person at all. Because it's um, a very deep, essential level of chayis. And therefore, from that type of vitality of the soul is is drawn down the, re- the revelation of tainuk. Like we said earlier, the tainuk is not in a state of expansion. It, it does bring about revelation, but of the core, the essence of the keches, of the soul powers. And that is this the root of this idea of tainuk in the soul comes from the chayis atzmi, the essential chayis, which is not relating to the physical blood at all. That's the end of the parentheses. The explaining, the siba, we said, the siba, the difference between why tainuk is not ispashas iskalas. Simcha is ispashas iskalas. Tainuk is more menucha because um, basically simcha is relating to the vitality which is invested within the physical blood. Therefore, brings about a actual gili. I mean, it's related more to the gili part of the soul whereas tainuk is relating to the etzim the atzmi's part of the soul, the, essence, the central part of the soul, therefore, does not bring about ispashtas iskalas. Like an atzmi is la'atzma, it's to itself. Therefore, when a person is experiencing tainu, he experiences manucha, more arresting within himself, not a state of expansion and revelation. Outside the parentheses, so now let's understand this, these two levels of simcha and tainug in our divine service to Hashem. Simcha joy is what is produced from the comprehension and contemplation. Of the greatness of Hashem, the Kishem is Bain and Megdulas Hashem. When a person contemplates the greatness of Hashem, and he understands and he comprehends the idea of this greatness of Hashem very well, that brings about a joy and excitement of the soul, and with the excitement, the fiery, flaming excitement, um, enthusiasm. That's the idea of the love of Hashem, which is experienced as like a burning fire love, more exciting, more flaming fire love, which is felt in the heart, and a burning, yearning, a yearning to connect to Hashem. So that is this idea of simcha, of joy, which is experienced when you, which is drawn down from Bina, like you said, the contemplation on the greatness of Hashem, when you understand it really well, then it produces an excitement in the soul, a fiery love. It's drawn down from Bina specifically. As it explains in the Biyuri um, Azoyar, from the uh, either from the Mitla Rebbe, the Semach Tzedek, or maybe both, even on the same Maimer Azoyar, on the same statement of the Zayar, Tazriya Dafim Testament Aleph, page forty nine, Folio A, Uyin Sham. Overlook over there. Avol Mibchinas Chokhmo. However, from the level of Chokhmo of the soul. That is where the Tainig resides, like we said earlier, who which this idea of Chochmah is not in the sense of real contemplation and digesting the idea, understanding it really well in all its details until you have a true picture of it and an understanding of it, uh, and then you have it that produces a joy. Rather, Chochmah is the idea of to gaze upon the glory of the king, to take pleasure on Hashem. So basically, this is more of a, a state or of of mind when you're instead of just 
as explained in other places, there's, there's basically three levels. There's Chachma, how when you first, the essential point of the concept, the flash of the concept you get first, where you don't get it, you don't really understand it yet, you can't explain it yet to yourself even. And that is the first stage of Chachma. Then there's Bina, when you digest it, you bring it down, and you understand all the details, all the analogies, all the explanations. That's when you can produce an emotion. And then there's the third stage of Chachma, which is basically when you see the full picture now. You see the whole picture of this whole concept and you get the essence of it and what is really going on here. And to the extent where you actually almost like you see it like a, a tzir chai, like a living picture right in front of you, you get this idea. And that is the idea of gazing upon the glory of Hashem, that you, you're past now, you passed Bina. You've come to see the real essence of this concept. And that is this idea of chokhmah, gazing upon the glory of Hashem, until you feel like you can actually see Hashem's greatness in a real way. It's like when you see it, it's something that's so true to you, you can't be denied. So too, you have a re'iyah of chokhmah, re'iyah of seichel. You're seeing it with the, the mind's eye now. It's so true to you, you see the full picture now. So from this level of chokhmah, which is gazing upon the glory of Hashem and taking pleasure on Hashem, that was what, that's what produces pleasure. That is relating to the, the depth of the concept and the inner core of that concept. Like I said before, you see the full picture, the essential point of the whole concept. And it's relating to the feeling that it produces is a feeling of kiloyin, a yearning, but without excitement and without a flaming, fiery love. You're yearning, your soul yearns to connect to that truth which you've appreciated now in your mind's eye of Chachmah, but not experience in a flaming, fiery love within the heart. It's more of a manucha, like we said before, because it's relating to the essential chayas of the soul, not to the outer, more external chayas. So we can conclude that we, we understand from all this now. That joy, simcha, relates to the expansion, the revelation of the soul, the more external, diminished levels of the soul. And also, yeah, and therefore also relating to the more ex, ex, uh, external parts of your faculties, of your soul, of your, of your emotions, and of your intellect. Bina are just the external emotions which relate to the actual heart, which take over a flaming fire at heart. You feel it in the heart. Um, and the pleasure, even with the pleasure which comes into a revealed way, and maybe the pleasure which is more um, brought about from external stimuli, it's not It's not just an expansion. It's not an expansive, open state expressive state. Rather, it's an, it's, it's an atmistic state, essential. It's in yourself. It's to yourself. It's menucha. It's resting. And that's because it's rooted in the essential vitality of the soul. And that's why when you experience tainug from this idea of chokmah, gazing on the truth of Hashem's greatness, you experience a tainug, an inner pleasure, not a which is a yearning, but not a yearning which is felt and sensed in a conscious way in the heart. Um... Now we come back to what we said before that um, the descent of the souls for the sake of Atzent, in order to to perceive, to gaze upon the, the, the pleasantness, the, the tainug of Havaya. And, that, and we said, what is this Noyam Havaya? Noyam is tainug. And Noyam Havaya, there's two explanations. One is Noyam the Oinig, which is Nimshach Hashem Havaya. Like the sages say, that the world to come, which is where we we were going to experience the revelation of this pleasure, this oinig. So it says, "Beyud this this is created through yud, which is chokhmah." And we said that within chokhmah is that's where tainug rests. Like we said that when a person is masculine, he becomes filled with pleasure. 
So now we're going to returning to that. So that is what it means when he's saying, but Yud that the world to come was created, which is this revelation. The world to come is when we're going to lach this to bask in the pleasantness, the oinik of Hashem. So the Elam is created through the Yud the Chachma, which is relating really to the Tainug within Chachma. Which really means it's a revelation of an essential energy of Hashem, which totally transcends, which is above this idea of expansion, revelation. So that is the idea of Yud, within Yud is a revelation of, of Tainug, like we just explained, within Chachma. And that is the revelation which where their souls were experienced specifically through coming down into this world, the Yerida, the Tzedek you come down to this world in order to go to a higher level that before the Neshama was only in Gan Eidin experiencing the pleasure of Hashem, but just the more external Ziva uh, Shechina, the external rays of Godliness. But through coming down here and going through the whole process of being in this world and being avoided with the goof and etc. and the animal soul and refining the world, fulfilling Hashem's whole purpose, then you can come to the Gili of Elam Haba, to Mashiach's times, which there is created from the Yud, which means Chachma, which means Chachma, which within Chachma is Tainug, which therefore essentially means that there's going to be a, a revelation of the Ur Atzmi. Like I said, the Tainug relates to the Atzmi, as to the essence. In the, the Ilam Abba, there's going to be a revelation of the essence of Hashem, which is above this idea of just an external expansion, diminished ray of God. And it's, that's why the soul is going to have a lot higher level in Aliyah, which a lot greater even than, than um, Gan Eden. This is called the pleasantness of Avaya. So why is it called Neyam Avaya? If it's just the Noyam, the Oinik, which is drawn down from the Yud of Shem Avaya, why is it called the, the Noyam of the whole Shem Avaya? Because the Yud is the main idea, the main level of Shem Avaya. Yud Kevavke. Kenoida. As it's known, meaning the whole idea of Shem Avaya is expressed mainly in Chachma. Um, as it's known, and that the first level letter, like it says in Shaykh of Munna, the first letter of every word expresses the main idea of that word. So the Yud is the true essence of, of Shemavayat. That's why the revelation of Hashem's pleasure, or of this idea of pleasure, of the Iratmi within Chachma, is called Neyamavayat, of the whole Shemavayat, because the whole Shemavayat really, in essence, is expressed by the Yud specifically, which is where the, where the Tainug rests. Another explanation. This idea of the, the the world to come, um, which is which is only going to be reached through coming down the yirida of the soul into this world, the ilam Mashiach's times is created through the yud. Tehine with another explanation that tehine yudua the hadal the isis the shem avaya kailum klolus yishtalshus minet simtsam rishon ad ilam The four letters of the name avaya yud and hey and vav and hey they include all the whole general chain of descent from the first simtsam from the very first divine contraction, diminishment of the energy in order to allow for a feeling of separateness, all the way down until Atsilis. So, um, all the way down to the the first, the, the level of Atsilis, the highest level of, of the world of emanation, which is the first place where there's spheres and defined levels. Anyway, so the four letter, the four letters of Shem, Hashem's name, Yud and He and Vav and He, um, include all the levels of the whole chain of, of, of creation. Um, and in general, that is the idea of 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 Atzilus, The world of Atzilus is like the the shetach, the area of the last letter hey of Hashem's name, meaning the area it has length and breadth to the actual letter hey, the way you write it. Um, which that relates to the last hey relates to the enclosement of the godly energy within to the actual vessels of the spheres of Atzilus. The Hayud and the first Yud of Shemavayim Meira Al Atim Samedishin 
that indicates, symbolizes the first symptom. Like the idea of symptom is just like this point, the small point of the Yud. It's when all the infinite revelation of Hashem is condensed into one small point, symptom, contraction, in order to allow for the feeling of a separate existence. So that's the idea of the first symptom is the Yud, and the all the way down till Atsilus, which is the last hay, which is the expansiveness where the Uyur is now miscobbled, becomes received in the Kalim, and becomes, so to say, in a state of expansiveness, revelation of the Kalim. Um, so behold, it's, it's, it's brought in Eitzchayim, when it arose in Hashem's will, to in Hashem's simple will, which is not composed of anything else. It's just a simple will. To emanate the world of Atzilus and to create the world of Bria and to form the world of Yitzira and to create the world of Yitzira. Meaning that within the infinite energy of Hashem, before the first contraction of the divine energy, the first was a arousing of Hashem's will, meaning an arousal of Hashem's desire, Allah ilamis for the to creating the worlds. Like the Azara says in the beginning of Hashem's Aliyah Saratzin, Hashem's uh, the king's desire to create the worlds. So before, basically, before the first Simpson to create worlds, before the Yud of Hashem Avaya, there already was this idea of an arousal of Hashem's will for the worlds. That's the relating to the idea of will. And in, within this will also exists, resides this idea of pleasure. Like the sages say on the verse in Shirashirim, his thighs are pillars of marble. What does it mean, Shaykh? You can also interpret it as it's from the word Chuka, desire. This is the world which Hashem desired to create. We see that Hashem had a desire even before he started the creation creative process, which starts with the first symptom. He already had a desire before that to create the worlds. And that is this idea of Hashem's rotzin. Not only is it just a desire to create worlds, but also a chuka, which more relates to the idea of a pleasure, the pleasure that Hashem will get from creating those worlds because of the avoda of the Jewish people in this world. In this world, so that is the idea of Hashem's will and pleasure within the infinite essence of Hashem, the infinite energy of Hashem. Lifneatim before the first contraction of that energy, and this is the whole reason for the creation of all the worlds. Hashem's initial aliyah initial desire, even before the worlds were created, before the first symptom. The whole reason why he wanted to do that is only because of Hashem had this desire and this pleasure. Because um, this is how it aroused in Hashem's will. And there is, within that will, there is a pleasure that Hashem has, so to say. To say that Hashem has a certain pleasure from something, obviously we can't say that because we're saying that, that he's defined by that pleasure. But that that's the way it says. Like it says in many different places. In We can't ask any questions about this taiva. It's the most deepest level of taiva. You can't understand it. There's no seichel to it. So, obviously, within this sirotzi that Hashem had, this desire to create all the worlds, there is an unig that he's going to have from existence, but it's not an explainable, understandable, logical unig. However, this pleasure and this will that Hashem had to create the worlds, turning to the next page. This oining and rotting are totally infinite. And therefore, being that they're infinite, unlimited, they are not at all in the realm that there should be from that, from this infinite level, a source for limited worlds. As it's known in the explanation 
of Eirin Seif, the light, the infinite light of Hashem, the infinite energy of Hashem, meaning that Hashem's light, meaning Hashem's uh, energy before the first divine contraction, diminishment, is was was in a level of infinitude. Because the air is always the light is always similar to the luminary, the source of that light, because its whole existence comes from the source of light. As explained in another place. So, um, the light of the Ein Saif, the light itself, which is not Hashem's very essence, but the light itself is Ein Saif because it's um, connected back to Hashem's essence, which is infinite, unlimited. So therefore, these levels of Ratzin and Tainuk, even though they're already on a level of Oyer, an extension from Hashem, they're not Hashem's very essence, because we're talking about specific levels which we defined, therefore they cannot be relating to Hashem's simple, undefined essence, but being that they are Oyer, therefore they may Eina they're similar to the Mo'er, therefore they're, they're unlimited, infinite, just like the source of, the, of these levels are, within the Ein Saif itself. So therefore, it's impossible that it should be from these infinite levels, creation, um, creation of limited worlds. Therefore, it's not on the level at all. It's not in the same realm that there should be from these levels, these sublime, unlimited levels, a creation of limited, um, limited worlds, because there's no connection at all, no relationship at all between limited and unlimited. Therefore, there has to be a jump, a leap from the unlimited to the limited. No comparison whatsoever between them. Therefore, there had to be the initial, the symptom the, the first divine contraction. That there should be contracted and concealed. The Hashem's essential light, this unlimited essential light. And there should be drawn out from that essential light now, after that contraction, a type of divine energy which is now related to the finite worlds, meaning more diminished, contracted, Limited divine energy, which can relate to limited worlds and can create limited worlds. And that is comes about through the initial Tzimtzumadishin, the first contraction, which conceals that infinitude. We'll stop there, um, six lines from the top of page Kusamachdalud.